First round, make it count, toss it out, stir up the crowd. Second round, throw it down, knock them out, time to get loud. It's the Two Beer Podcast time. And welcome back to the Two Beers Podcast. We have a special edition here today. Uh, we are huge Walking Dead fans, day oneers, and we just want to review these uh, recent six episodes. So I'm here with uh, my buddy Drew. Drew, how's it going? Little pig, little pig, let me in. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, so if you're new to the podcast, welcome aboard. Typically what we do is we have beer one talking about sports, beer two talking about shows and movies. But with this one, we're just going to have one drink. And we will assume positions for the two brew salute. Is that why? Is that why we call it the two beers podcast? Because we do a topic for two different beers. It it is. Is oh. is, it, is that are you just putting that all together right now? Eureka! <laughs> That's why Drew brings the sex. Three, two, one. I got nothing ah. for that. Yeah, you're. I, I so I just have a little baby IPA session uh, founders all day, and you you got some what on, now? It's a I I don't know what the brand is because I know nothing about wine, but uh, they came out with Walking Dead Cabernets. Uh, so it's oh, it's one. legitimate Walking Dead oh, yeah. wine. I've, oh yeah, I've, I've 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 shown you a picture of the bottle. You, you have shown me a picture. I, I thought you out. were just kind of like saying like oh no it no was no, an no yeah Joe uh, good old Joe, good old Joey Canals had a stockpile of it and was selling it for like six dollars a bottle. Just trying to get rid of it all. Oh nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I got two collectible bottles. One okay. with uh one with Rick. Uh, it's it's the comic book uh illustration. So one's with sure. Rick and then another one's uh. Just a bunch of walkers, so it's pretty cool. Awesome. So, um, so we're just gonna review here what I guess they're calling season ten, episodes seventeen through twenty-two. Yeah. Um, let me hear. Let me let me get you in the mood. So, so these bonus episodes, um, they did almost nothing in terms of moving the plot. Um, they were more character-centric and just kind of showing developmental of the characters. Um, yeah, and I, think they, I think they did a poor job of explaining that that's what the purpose of these episodes were when they came out with like the announcement of six episodes and then the final 24 but I think they've since correct, like since come out and said, yeah, like these these are basically bonus episodes. Like if you were doing a DVD cut, like these may not have made the season, but here you go because we had we we took we took four months to uh, finish finish uh, six minutes of the season finale of Ted, so we're gonna give you six extra episodes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and I'm a big plot guy when it comes to this stuff. I I always want to see the plot moving because yeah. I, I originally got into this for the zombies um, and it's increasingly about the characters which makes it harder to kill them spontaneously anyway so we're going to spend about five minutes per episode here because we, we don't want to make this into a full length uh, podcast uh, this time around so starting off uh, episode 17 of season 10 uh, home sweet home and that was basically Maggie um, you know getting integrated back into the group that we learned that ninja is actually a big softy under there which i, I kind of didn't like that angle i, I kind of i would have yeah, preferred the mystery wanted, be 
Yeah, I would have preferred the mystery be uh, kind of dragged on a little bit more. That would have been kind of interesting. I was just um, kind of hoping it was Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> um, that would have been a, a, a great twist. Um, you know, no, nothing crazy there for me in that episode other than wh- why does – number one um, – so we have more bad guys, which I, you, and a little caveat. I don't know anything about the comic. You you know more about the comic because um, I just told myself I'm going to watch this whole series and, and then go back and read when this is all done. Um, so I, I guess there's another yet another bad guy when really we just kind of need to like let's start wrapping it up and like yeah. bringing all these worlds together. Um, so I don't know. There's another bad guy. And who the apparently Reapers. is. Yeah, and they have access to hand grenades that they are just willing to suicide bomb themselves, and and yet they are standing feet from this person and it had no injuries. I I don't know. The whole thing was kind of bizarre to me. What what? Um, and I, I, quite honestly, I don't even know what the conclusion of the episode was, other than just to introduce Maggie back to the group and introduce the bad guys. Right? I mean, yeah, that, I that mean, it? It, yeah, it made. I I didn't like it either. Again, because you know. What do you need? You just you just ended season ten with you know the introductory of a group that's you know basically abducting Ezekiel, uh, Eugene, and um, right the other the, the, the stormtroopers and, and yeah the, and the, the storm, yeah. yeah exactly the stormtroopers and uh, you know it just seems like filler for the sake of filler and it's like this group this group of people are chasing down Maggie like they're chasing her all over the world I guess because they're coming from like the Midwest and now back to Virginia. And it just, yeah, you're right. It didn't make sense. And there was only one of them out there in the woods and he blows himself up. But like, if these are such big bad guys, how, how come like a six year old kid was able to just like escape them and hide in a tree? Like it was nobody's business. Like it just didn't fit. Like it just felt like it was a way to get Maggie back to uh little Herschel. And it just, it was just dumb, but. You know. Yeah, it was clumsy. Yeah, it was cool to see Little Herschel though, but it, it was clumsy. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel I feel like you could have uh, you could have had that camp, their camp, still burnt down, and not and just them not know what happened. Like that could have been even like that would have been even scarier. Like it didn't have to be oh the group found us or something. Like it could have just been like something happened or like a horde came through because you know like we're in the zombie apocalypse, and like they were looking for Herschel and they found them. So yeah. I, I thought it was a little yeah you know. It was a little silly having a little to clunky, that. A little clunky. And then there was no, you never heard about him again. So like, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to waste eight episodes or even three episodes on the Reapers when we need to get to where we're going here with the last, last big group to bring all the shows together. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so episode eighteen was Find Me, and oh God, that... this was this was this was gut wrenching the entire time for me. Yeah, so this was the one um, where Daryl. Um, had the side piece in the woods for those five oh, yeah. years that he that he was looking for. We all, well, we all thought he was looking for Rick, and really he was just looking for a good time. Yeah, I mean, he, even even in the um, you know uh, apocalypse, I guess you could have just a thing on the sly. Um, oh yeah. And so um, that was interesting, just to see Daryl actually care for about somebody again, <laughs> a stranger, no less, that he just met too. Yeah, and just her setup was just interesting with her little cabin in the woods and the way she was living off the land and everything. And um, it kind of, it was just weird how at the end, like, she was just gone. And, like, okay, why didn't 
she she didn't want to be part of a group because she didn't trust groups or something. Uh, yeah, but they don't really explain what happened to her, so she could still be out there. You know the rules of The Walking Dead. If if there's no body, they're they're still in play. Oh um, yeah, exactly. Well, and it also it also introduced she 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 was the owner of Dog, so that's how Daryl got Dog in here. Met him as a little little pup and watched him grow up, and then ended up taking him when uh, he he found him to take him to the. Cabin. What was her name again? I don't even remember. I have ja- no idea. Jackie. Did they? Yeah, she let's definitely. Call, let's call she her def- Jackie. Yeah, she definitely gave her name because that was like the big thing. She wouldn't tell him at first, and then she did. But yeah, well, let's call her Jackie for just for shits and gigs. Um, <laughs> we're definitely not doing our our new. We're definitely gonna have new listeners who think we're sexist. That's that, that's not gonna help that we didn't care enough to remember her name. <laughs> um, I mean, she was she was on on stage for she nah, was on screen for um, like. Listen, this episode. Leah. Her name it was, was Leah. again it, to your point. It was it was. Did you hear me, Drew? Her name, her name was Leah. Her name was Leah. Oh, was that it, Leah? I think so. Okay. Um, yeah, it was like you said. It was interesting to see Daryl interact with a stranger and end up trusting somebody. Um, but for me, the entire time, I just was like, "This is going to be the I Am Legend episode. Like, dog, dog's going to bite it here. Like, I just, I can just feel it. Like, dog's going to die. I'm going to start sending terrible tweets to Angela Khan, and I'm just going to start blaming Gimple for for the death of the dog and." Uh, it's just miserable, but luck- luckily he lived to rue the day. And then the episode really ends just with Daryl basically telling Carol that he's tired of her shit and going out and doing things on her own and putting people in trouble, getting people in uh, in harm's way. And, and that was after Leah kind of gave him business of you got to choose them or choose me, which again I just don't understand. Um, yeah. But okay. Um, inter- so inter- interesting play there, but yeah, really. In my opinion, I mean, just the fact that it happened, one, number two, like you said, Daryl acquiring dog, and then number three, him kind of just exploding on Carol, and she just kind of takes it, but, um, which she deserves, but again, she kind of doesn't, like, (laughs) she kind of just does whatever's necessary, and then just deals with the consequences after the fact, and, you know, whatever. Um, Yep. So then the next episode was um, One More, which I found to be kind of the creepiest of, of these episodes. I would agree. Um, and that's that's Gabe and Aaron kind of making their runs, which was super interesting just to see how they like need to keep expanding their bubble and keep expanding their radius. And yeah, that, Maggie, that... Maggie had marked on a map different... Um different sites that they had identified that had different supplies um, when she was working with, what's-her-face, Georgie and the twins. Yes, yes. So um, then she comes across, um, or I guess I guess they, they eat the boar and get drunk off the whiskey of, uh, what'd you call them? T- uh, T- T-2000. T-2000, yeah. Yeah, T-2000. <laughs> I forget the actor's name. He just He's the guy who played... Uh, I think I think he's the guy who played the Terminator. Yeah. Was he? Yeah. Um. It's um. I I don't even have it, but um. Yeah. So they they uh again like wouldn't the boar in the closet be like the giveaway that like hey somebody bet, was there yeah like <laughs> I bet somebody like captured that thing and put it there yeah uh, like that, boars that, aren't just hanging yeah boars aren't just killing themselves and hanging themselves up in closets. Yeah, they, they the board didn't go in there and shut the door behind itself. Like, um, so that was that was kind of like the obvious. Um, but then I was just like very disappointed in Gabe that he would just like kind of 
lure that guy in and like get his guard down and then just bash his head in like that did you and i mean i was i was looking on imdb it's actually the t1000 so that was that was a whiff and uh, the actor's name is robert patrick um but i mean he was also he was also making them basically play russian roulette with at at each other (laughs) so not exactly the stablest guy out there yeah no i I agree so gabe's gabe's whole point was we can't take him back with us and that's it like which is fine i i don't have a problem with the conclusion but then but then to like basically just mentally torture the guy and then uh, which he mentally tortured them and physically and everything else so like all all's fair in love and war i get that but like I just did not like Aaron. Like the the uh, Ross Marquand did a fantastic job acting. Like the look on his face was just like, "Are you freaking like what?" It just the shock on his face yeah. was exactly how I felt, and I was just like, "Dude, he hit really? him with his arm. He hit him with his weird like uh, yeah spiky arm, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I." That that was that was bizarre. Um, the everything about it. Um, and then the brother was up there, which I think he played the brother too. That that uh, Patrick, the, the actor, D- did he? Said yeah, the brother. Yeah, he's played by the same guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the brother shot himself, right? Yeah, he took. Uh, I guess he got a hold of Gabe's gun and then he shot him. How that handed, happened? I think they handed it to him because they were like, "Look, we're gonna let you go. Like, you're gonna need this." And the guy just shot himself, right? No, I think I think he was going to let him go. Like he was trying to get a key to unhook him, and he just took the gun. I don't think they willingly gave him the gun. If they oh. did, they both deserve to die. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's just that's just moronic. Yeah, I, I I have to go back. But anyway, so um, then the next episode was Splinter, and this was the one with Princess in the rail car. And she was, you know, being captive by the stormtroopers, and it was just her psychotic self. She was thinking that um, Ezekiel was there when really he wasn't, and um, it was just just dealing with her past traumas. Talking as to well. Yumiko, yeah, talking to Yumiko, and then like she like going and talking to Eugene. I I thought that whole thing took away from the episode. To be perfectly honest with you, because I I still don't I still don't get what happened. Um. Yeah, I I think it was just more of she was beaten on that guy, and then she decided she's willing to talk in order to try and see if there could be an alliance. Yeah. Um, so so basically, somehow she overpowered that guy, like with hit with a gun and locked in a in a rail car. Like that's well, that's if what he happened. if he was just some punk that didn't know what he was doing, and she was truly psychotic, I can see it. Yeah. It um, was a it was a it was a poor attempt at uh, the Walking Dead version of Fight Club, in my opinion. Yeah. Here's my thing, and and again, caveat: I'm all about plot. Plot. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, and yeah. so, like, not that. Like a lot of people, uh, like attach on to Princess because she she represents a lot of different diverse groups, but like she's been here for five seconds, and now like we're gonna like hold her near and dear to our hearts, like she's like one of the main characters, and like I just want the plot moved, but that's not what these were about, so that's my own fault for just like not digging in and appreciating it, and yeah. that. 
the actress did a great job. It was it was well. Oh yeah, well, yeah. The it was well. The, the actress that plays princess was tremendous. Again, I just I just thought like the way they did it was just it. it just like what's it add overall? Other than like if you like princess, you liked it even more. If if you yeah, if fair. you're like me and you're like princess has been here for five seconds, like why do I care? Then it was just kind of like a meh. Like and again, I'm I'm a, I'm plot driven, so that was that didn't really do anything there. Yeah, it's fair. Um, Diverged, which was probably my favorite, was just all about the interplay of uh, Daryl and Carol. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, where did they? Where? Basically, they just stormed off on each other, and then by the end, they they after which Daryl's still struggling with walkers, which just kind of cracked me up. I'm like, how many years are we into this? And like, yeah. we're still, like well, wrestling. she, I think she was heading, she was going back and he was going to keep looking for, trying to look for some supplies. I think that was what was happening. Yeah. And then, so they went their different, different ways and then they come back, they end up coming back and like having an understanding with each other. Um, just kind of like, I, I, I really enjoyed that. Cause I think everybody's had blow up fights with their besties. And then, you, it's just the unsaid, I'm sorry, and the unsaid, like, let's just move on and, like, you know, we said what needed to be said. So, <laughs> I I enjoyed, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, it's just going to make the spinoff that much better when they just start bumping uglies, and well, you I, know what, I can't you know, wait for that. You know what I would have liked? You see, like, the one thing I would have liked to happen, again, because I just, I don't want the last 24 episodes, I don't want any filler, I don't want any bullshit, like... I want, I want it to be boom, 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 boom at the beginning. What would have been cool was if instead of that unspoken understanding, they ended up bumping uglies, Rick and Michonne style in this one. And you see Daryl get out of bed with dog and open like the fridge to get some of that, uh, that, um, mushroom soup Carol was cooking and that, and that, uh, that slow cooker. And he shuts the door and Connie's there all like covered in dirt and filth. And Daryl just like freezes. That would have been interesting. Well, because Connie's still alive, so like they got to get her back somehow, and like why waste an entire? Like this would have been kind I love of the Connie. I, I oh, I do too. Yeah, so, but this would have been just the perfect setup to get her back in the show because like Daryl's like got like a thing for her, and it would have been like you know him and Carol finally become a thing, but now she's back. So oh, uh, you know, it would have been funny seeing Daryl try to uh, try to play that one off. You know, low key. Now that you say it out loud, like Daryl's got so many like like potential angles and some so many propositions for like I, I i thought you were going somewhere different with uh the angles thing but go ahead keep going well i'm just no i'm just saying like he's he was banging leah like his his, his yeah his fling that he wants to have connie still out there we all look whenever carol and daryl finally you know get get to doing the nasty it's gonna be like the whole walking dead fandom is just gonna explode a vet, a vet brown's gonna lose her shit and like i mean gonna... i mean when they climax the entire fan base is gonna climax at the same time <laughs> i mean it's gonna be great um so that's you know daryl's gonna he's he's doing it well for himself in like year 10 of the apocalypse you know it's so, getting it's getting getting moving um but for goodness sake like can we i can't wait for this spinoff with carol and daryl and like you know it's going to be like a couple seasons before they finally like actually i think i think i think they go into the spinoff without them you know without coitus that's probably fair um 
Anyway, and then the coup de grace of the of the uh, six six episode sprint was um here's Negan, which overall was very good. Um, you and I, th- I actually did read about half of the Negan story in the comics. You read them and everything, so I I think they could have done a couple things differently. But Wait, overall, you went, you went back to read here's Negan. When you when you first sent it to me, I, I read like half of it, and I was like, ah, I don't want to be spoiled. And then uh, I okay. Yeah, but um, o- overall, I thought it was pretty well done. I we were texting, and I was just I was just laughing at how bad uh, JDM <laughs> his, his ha- hair, hair yeah, I was. Like, I was like, I was like, bro, needs to find himself some dapper Dan. <laughs> yeah, and then he immediately turned bad and had the slick back hair and looked oh, awesome. He looked, he looked so cool. Yeah, that, yeah. He, <laughs> he went from like looking like douchey. He went. He went. He went. Yeah. He went from. He went from like... a. He went from a hipster to a badass in about in about ten seconds. <laughs> yeah, but the the backstory with the leather jacket was pretty awesome. Um, yeah. Really, uh, um, you know, everything about it was was really cool. Um, but uh, it. And and that we had some dialogue with some some new friends on Twitter, and some some people were saying how everybody's praising Negan and all this stuff. And to me, the episode was more about showing how an already flawed person and an already self centered person basically has that just her horrific trauma, which you know his is his wife dying when he should have stayed with her instead of going off. And, you know, all being tortured and tied up and everything. But basically, he just takes that and just becomes a monster. Yeah. Which, so even when he's Negan, he's 90% monster and 10% like regular dude still. Um, but, and everybody's a mixed bag, even in the apocalypse, out of the apocalypse, you know. But point being that... I. I took it more as not so much to glorify Negan or justify the way he was. I, I took it more of like, this is how like because when was, you meet it was, Negan, it was you're an like, origin story. It's like here's 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 what happened to Negan before the apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, because it's like well, even even and even, in the apo- yeah in the apocalypse too. Yeah, because it's just like okay, when you meet Negan, you're just like, who is like this? Like this yeah. isn't realistic. So this is. More of showing how some that slippery slope starts, and and kind of how you it it doesn't take you all the way there obviously, but it's kind of like how you get to that point kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I the only thing that we that I after you see the whole episode, you know, I thought they were gonna move too much away from the comic book of Here's Negan, and you know, for thirty five minutes, forty minutes, it's like him being this loving husband and. You know, in the comic, you know, he's he's cheating on his wife before he finds out she has cancer. And I was like, are they are they really just, are they I, I was like, are they really not going to bring that in here? And we're just going to think Negan was his sweetheart and his wife dies and he becomes a monster. I'm like, because that that's like not that would have been a sympathy play for him. Right. But then they did bring it in. It was just kind of disjointed how they told the story. I think that was yeah. my only um, criticism of the episode. But I thought I thought Jeffrey Dean Morgan was awesome. His real life wife who played Lucille was excellent. Um I guess she killed herself, right? Lucille, I guess that's what they did, right? She put the bag over her head and took a bunch of pills. Um 
Yeah, I, you know what? Now that you say about the pills, he did pick up a pill bottle in the beginning, right? Yeah, and she had and she had a bag over her head. So I I think yeah. she killed herself so that he wouldn't keep so he wouldn't keep risking his life to just keep her going. Yeah, that's how I took it too. Yeah, I think that's how that happened. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, the only you know, the, they didn't follow the comic book exactly, but the the basics were were there and um, the foundation. So it it ended up being a. Uh, Pretty good. I would I would have liked to see Dwight and uh, Sherry in here, but they switched it up and had Laura, my oof, oh my, yeah, my other old tide, um, be somebody that he meets on the way. But yeah, really really cool. I I love the uh, at the end when he becomes Negan and he's got the uh, motorcycle club guy tied up and they start playing the music from um, the season seven premiere where he's got Rick lined up and it's just that did it, or I guess it was the sixth finale. Um, it's that it's quiet, then it's like the noise, and it's just like, oh man, it's building up. You know, he's about to bash this guy's head in. Yeah, um, I will say the the thing that I thought was not as well done, and I'll blame not even so the writing, more so the directing. I thought the director could have like, which um, was Laura Belzy or David Leslie Johnson McGoldrick. Um, I. I'm not sure which, who who is the right? Okay, directed by director Laura was Laura Bezley. Bezley. Bel, Bel, yeah. yeah. Um, but um, Frank Darabont. Oh wow, Darabont wrote it. That's pretty cool. You know, you know, you know who that is, right? Who? Frank Darabont. It, this says David Leslie Johnson McGoldrick wrote it on the one I'm looking at. Anyway, what what oh, I was okay. what I was a little disappointed in was um, like, so. He he's back in in Daryl's uh, uh, shag hut, you know the the love shack, and he is basically talking to Lucille, and he he goes and finds the bat and he burns it, and he's like, yeah, you know, like I I'm not gonna be that way, like that was wrong of all that stuff that I did, and I'm like, oh, so he's like gonna come all the way back around after like you know throwing the glass, which at the figment of his imagination of his badass self which yeah. by the way i just want to point out like it's the apocalypse you can't just go run to williams sonoma and grab another glass pal like <laughs> that, that, that glass is gone forever <laughs> so um kind of a waste like, like anger issues but like so he he seemingly has like the full circle like nice guy thing but then he decides he's gonna go back to alexandria and just give maggie that shit-eating grin and i'm just like i loved it well sure if he's the bad guy (laughs) but aren't you the good guy now so like i'm very interested to see like what happens next is he gonna be like hey like i'm gonna make this up i'm i know i can't make it up to you but like i'm not gonna be your problem anymore like i'm gonna like i'm gonna be good for you um, that would be a plot twist if they ended up. I was going to say, right? Well, yeah, because I, I don't, I, uh, I didn't, I think they, they put out, uh, an extra bonus comic that need, like, of what happened to Negan when they wrap up the comic. Um, so I'm not really sure what is, what happens with his character after. But like, is he going to go and be a jerk to her now after he had basically his come to Jesus moment? I don't know. But I'm I just, that, that part was clumsy. I was just like, what? Okay, I don't know. So, well, I just I first off, any any interaction with him and Melissa McBride is amazing. Him and Carol, but I love how uh, he's like, 
yeah, that's not going to work for me. I'm not going to go back there. And she's like, you know, if you, if you know, if you stay here, she'll kill you. I just didn't want your death on your, con- your death on my conscience. And now it won't be. <laughs> yeah. It's like, God damn. I love Carol. She's the best. Yeah. And I also love two um, two callbacks in diverged when Carol was like, back to it, back to it. And then Negan was, all I see is red. <laughs> so that, that was fun times. But, um, again, um, you know, just, just to put a bow on these things, um, not, I mean, anytime we get new content, uh, you know, I'm all here for it. I, I, I'm in love with it. But at the same time, disappointed they didn't move move the the plot at all. Um, and I, and it just gave me anxiety because this is what happened with Lost. Like they came down the home stretch and the plot wasn't moving, and you're like, oh, they're just gonna bring it all home at the end. Oh, okay, they'll bring it all yeah. home at the end. Oh, oh, wh- like okay, there's only a handful of episodes left, so they're gonna do this. Oh god, there's only like two episodes left, <laughs> and then they just never brought it all yeah, home. And I never, I just, like, never all got wrapped I, up. I, I, I just started to panic. Well, I do. I will say this episodes. because because this is actually based on an actual comic that had an end. I don't think we'll have to worry about that. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I guess I could. I guess they could not do it and leave it for the other shows. Which God help us if it's going to be High School Musical or the Wild Wild West Walking Dead that's going to wrap up the story. But um, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty wild. But uh, hey, I, I didn't tell you I was gonna do this, but I'm gonna do it. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna read the first couple of pages of Here's Negan real quick. All right. Because it's gonna be awesome. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna describe what we're looking at. Okay. So starts off with Negan kneeling down by a fire with the baseball bat, and he starts to wrap the barbed wire around it. Flash flashback: Negan in his garage with a bunch of teenagers. At a ping pong table. You pull your pud that slow fuckwit? Game point. If I had a wrist that week, I'd need three pictures of your mom to blow my load. Now which one of you little pricks is next? Picture frame. Three kids just staring completely speechless at this guy. (laughs) Sorry, Coach Negan. Josh has always been kind of a puss. I'll try to calm him down. The guy whose mom he was talking about is running away with his ping pong paddle out of Negan's (laughs) out of the garage. Negan sits down in a in a lounge chair across from the ping pong table. Fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> Enter Lucille. What the F, Negan? You're a role model to these kids. I've got their parents on the phone saying you cussed them out. Nah, only one of them. I was just messing with them. Have you lost your mind? The school's going to fire you. The school? These kids aren't going to respect me if I have a stick up my butt outside of school. I have to be the cool teacher. Teacher. You should hear what you should hear the stuff they say, and then Lucille faints, and that's when you find out she has cancer. But that the the just 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 the idea. I was so glad they kept him as a gym teacher. Just the <laughs> scene of him playing friggin' ping pong in his garage, just talking shit to these 14, 15 year old kids is so tremendous. I love it. So oh, I, wanted to, I wanted I wanted to read that. It's, uh, cool man yeah it's so 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 here's negan was fun um getting more honestly getting more backstory on carol like th- those were the two stars of these of these six episodes daryl as well but really like kind of carol um, oh yeah yeah for for sure i agree with you on that which you made the comment on twitter and it was so spot on that really there's been no character development or character arc like carol in any 
TV or movie like kind of ever. Like I, like that between the writing of her character and the actress, just I can't even imagine another actress taking a stab at this. Like, yeah, I I agree, and that's and that was I wasn't even you, I wasn't even talking about just Walking Dead. I was literally talking about. It. TV in general, I can't think of any other character that's had right. Her, yeah, her I know. Not just Walking Dead, like any, yeah. any, any kind of cinema or TV. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm. I'll be curious to see how how they wrap up some of these stories. Like I said a lot of a lot of these characters that are left either aren't in the comic or already actually died in the comic. So it should be uh, it should yep. be interesting to see how they um, how they go about it. Yep. So nine o'clock this Sunday, Fear is back. The Wild West. Um, we, <sighs> so we get more, you know, it's okay now. It's, it's, it's not as high as it once was. It's not as low as it once was. I mean, they just like restarted the plot again at the end of the last, at the second half of last season. So it's like, are we just going to restart the plot again here? To restart start the plot, six? restart the plot, restart the plot. Yeah. It's like, that. It's like the whole at, thing. At least we have show. Morgan Jones to carry it, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's really the only thing keeping me there is Lenny. Exactly. Lenny James. So no big deal. So that, that'll be, um, I don't even know when High School Musical comes back, but then we have uh, um, the the main show is August twenty second of twenty twenty one. It says here, yes, um, and then the final final uh, twelve will be in. Uh, I'm assuming the winter, probably February of twenty twenty two. Nice, cool. All right, well, I think that wraps it up. Um, we'll be talking about this more as the series unfolds, but. Drew, as always, good talk. See you out there. Big kisses. Sit down. Pull you that first round. You got an open count. Toss it out. Everybody's cold right now. Stir up the crowd. Get you that second round. Go on and throw it out, talk about anything that makes you get loud. <laughs>